0: You will die before me. These were the haunting last words of Jake Bird as he was sentenced to death for his savage crimes, crimes he continued claiming innocence of right up until the end. In the weeks that followed, all those tied to his trial witnessed Bird's creepy prediction gradually come true. As premature and bizarre deaths began plaguing his opponents one by one. This is part two and our final installment of the Jake Bird hex case. Yeah, Blue Moon's Light Sky Citrus Wheat. 95 calories.
1: I'll get that.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be good. I bet it's better than Mic Ultra.
1: Taste-wise, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, would, I would guess.
0: But it may not be. Who knows? So, I don't know. Anyway, what's up?
1: I mean, I do like... Um, I mean, a, I would also do a Heineken Light. Yeah, probably. but if
0: it doesn't have the same equal amount of calories and shit, then I don't want it.
1: No, um heineken lights 90 calories the carbs
0: because. yeah it's six carbs i don't the carbs is what gets you not the calories you know so it's got to be less it's got to be like three carbs or under
1: all right well i'll try this blue moon light sky citrus
0: blue moon light sky citrus
1: this honestly
0: this honestly all right what's up this story is oh man i don't bad. what you better drink that shit. How do you think the other shit is going to taste? You think it's going to taste any better? It
1: would have to taste better than that. No, dude. It's it. not gonna, any
0: light beer is not going to taste very good. You're not going to drink that.
1: I mean, I will try to suffer through it.
0: You have to drink that whole thing. You can't waste those. That's the only thing I drink.
1: All right. How's this for not wasting it?
0: She's gonna chug the whole thing. I give her twenty bucks. She can do it. You about to spit it out? <laughs> you owe me twenty thousand dollars. You owe me thirty billion dollars.
1: I don't have much left. Ugh. Ugh.
0: All right. Ugh. And by the way, this story is uh, I don't know. I wouldn't even want to watch this if I were y'all. I'm how do kidding. you?
1: How are you saying that? Especially after the cliffhanger <laughs> you left us on.
0: Uh, I did. I did leave you on a cliffhanger cliffhanger.
1: What's up, Wolfie, Joanne, Jacob? Well, Jacob likes Mick Ultra like you do.
0: Yeah, no, he says he likes Michelob. Where's Michelob made at?
1: This is Michelob Ultra. Like, this is their beer, you know? Like, this is this is what they have. Sub Desiree, sub Natasha. I mean, it tastes maybe slightly better than Bud Light, but like, no.
0: Here is where we're going tonight. Whoa. Oh. This home right here. Can you describe this palace?
1: The, that is a uh, little bungalow. Little bungalow. That.
0: A bungholio. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we're going to 1007 South 21st Street, Tacoma, Washington. What's this kid doing? Huh? She doing jelly rolls boy? You doing jumping jacks? That's code word for drugs. I yep. know. What's in that effing backpack kid? See, if I just walked, if I was just walking, I would search that kid. Would you? Not even as a cop, I would just like search him. Show me those hacky sacks. Oh my, that sounds like his balls.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that sounded bad.
0: <laughs> Show me. Glad,
1: your- <laughs> glad you realized that. After you said it but you know
0: i mean you see waiting for the bus i kind of really need to know what this kid's doing man probably I mean, a
1: gun his parents bump
0: <laughs> <laughs> where's this because the sun looks like it's going down here so this guy shouldn't be here. Or is it coming up But then again, there are some other troubled teams. Okay,
1: okay. (laughs) Baby, (laughs) focus, focus. Uh,
0: So this is part two of two, because I'm done with this story. But we're going to 1007 South 21st Street, Tacoma, Washington. Last time I started in what year? Do you remember?
1: 1918.
0: 1928. Very good. So tonight, we're actually going a little bit later. October 30th. Because we had
1: the whole comment about the 20s when the NFL started. That's right. That's right.
0: October October 30th, 1947, that home that you just saw was occupied by a Miss Bertha Klutt and K-L-U-D-T, a widowed baker at the supermarket, and her daughter Beverly June Klutt, a, quote, attractive Tacoma High School graduate. They live there alone, and I'm starting this story 2.40 a.m., wee hours in the morning, October 30th, 1947, 21 years later, 19 years later. Wait, 1928, 28, 38, 48. I'm starting this story 19 years later. About almost right at it, too, because the first story we started in November. 19 years later, almost to the day, 2.40 a.m., loud screaming is heard by neighbors, blood curdling screams. A neighbor, Mrs. Steinsifer, made a phone call to the police saying that her neighbors are screaming at the top of their lungs. It's 2.40 in the morning. She knows that there is a mom, a widowed mother, and her daughter that lives there, and they are screaming, and it's not like they just saw a mouse. This is something else. They need immediate police assistance. She makes a second call back to the police Right after that, saying that she is looking at a black male standing in the unlighted kitchen. Luckily, she didn't turn her light on because he would have probably spotted her in the next house. She hears this blood-curdling scream. She makes a second call. There is a black male standing in my neighbor's kitchen. It is 2.40 in the morning, and I just heard a scream. He's standing there. He can't see me because I'm in my kitchen, but I don't have the light on. And I'm not going to turn the light on because he'll see it. A few minutes before these 911 calls come in, Miss Bertha, 52-year-old widowed baker, sleeping soundly in her bed, and she hears some rumbling in the kitchen. And she's she is a light sleeper. So she hears this and she goes to investigate. She sees a man in her kitchen rummaging through her stuff, obviously trying to find some fine dishware or some silver spoons or whatever to steal. This man has an a very large axe in his hand. This is the axe that this man is wielding. It is a huge axe.
1: That is. It's like a fireman's it's axe.
0: goes all the way down here. I mean, you know, huge. Yeah, you know, it might be a fireman's axe. This man is wielding it, and he sees Miss Clut looking at her. He Ed? sees he sees this woman. He knows he's spotted, and immediately he runs over and brings that axe down on Mrs. Bertha's neck. She starts screaming before it hits her neck. She tries to run back to the bedroom, but it's just it's just too late. This mad chopper catches her right at the neck at a downward angle, and it nearly severs her head. Can you? read from the News Tribune. This right here, while she's pulling this up, is the two ladies that lived at this address that I showed you on Google Earth. Mrs. Bertha, the mother, obviously, on the left, and then the 17-year-old attractive Tacoma High School graduate. Words of the, the news editor on the right.
1: From the News Tribune, the mother's head was nearly severed by the th- by a throat blow after she had been felled with head blows. There were also evidences, according to police Lieutenant Earl Corneliuson that she had been criminally attacked after being felled.
0: All right. So in old newspapers like this, when they say criminally attacked, it means sexually assaulted. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there was a period I noticed between like the twenties and the sixties when I'm going back in all these old newspapers and I've noticed this with other cases too, they would use the word criminally attacked. So what? Hey Heidi. Yeah. This is a learning show. Educational. Mm. The daughter, Beverly June, lived upstairs in the bedroom and she hears that screaming from her mother. Not knowing what happened, she runs downstairs instinctively. I mean, maybe the mother has, I don't know, maybe she's being attacked by a raccoon or a big spider or something. She doesn't really grasp what's going on because it, she just woke up. She woke up to hear her mother screaming. So she runs downstairs And as soon as she gets to the very bottom step, as you just read earlier, the mother's head was, quote, nearly severed. She sees her mother's almost parted head. And when she hits that bottom step and as soon as she sees her mother dying or most likely already dead on the ground, she's attacked as well. Can you read this one from the um, from the same newspaper? I thought this kind of interesting. I put in here. They kind of made it, like, eerie.
1: When Associated Press and News Tribune staff members arrive at the Clut home, an alarm clock was ringing. There was no one to answer. It ran down.
0: The police get there, and these two cops are these guys right here. Officer A.P. Sautis and Officer Evan Davies. Evan Davies is on the right there, okay? And these guys are important because they're going to confront this guy, and they're actually both going to get wounded here. So, the cops respond right at a.m. That is when they arrive at the home. And as soon as they get there, they see a man walking away from the scene. Now, they don't know yet that there's been a murder because the neighbor didn't say, oh, my neighbors are murdered. She's just saying that there's screaming coming from the house. And also there's a a large black man standing in their kitchen. So they don't know there's been a murder yet. Mm -hmm. But they do try to stop this man. And this is where they... They actually, found the man, which is kind of it, pretty important. I actually looked this up. This is uh, they confronted this man at 2122 South J Street. And if we go there on the Google Earth, you see here, we're at uh, where's that house? That, that was the house we were at right mm-hmm. there. So J Street, um, 2122. So you see where we're going here. I mean, right down the block, right? This was the house here. So they confront the man right here in this very spot. Hm. So it's about a block away mm-hmm. when they first. See the man, right? Yep. They stop this man, not knowing anything, just that it's suspicious. And as soon as they try to ask him what he's doing with a hatchet, yep. he takes a jackknife, which is a pocket knife. Mm-hmm. It's a little like, uh, like a Salvation Swiss Army. Army. Swiss Army. <laughs> yeah, Swiss Army po- pocket knife. He takes out a pocket knife and stabs one of the officers in the back and he starts to run. Now, both of these officers chase, they give chase and they tackle. This man, Officer Sahautis, the the first guy, kind of a big dude. He actually overpowers this man, this suspect, but in the process of that, he gets stabbed again as well. Can you uh, can you read the only the fact?
1: Only the fact the knife point struck the bone of the shoulder blade. Hospital attendant said prevented a possibly fatal lung wound being inflicted.
0: All right blood marks covered the wall in the house and we're gonna get to kind of the crime scene here in a second but as soon as this man is down this is what he says
1: i done it but I don't wanna talk just now I'll tell you about it after I rest up a bit
0: the crime scene was really bloody blood marks covered the walls it was so harrowing in fact that one police officer who responded after the fact he's the arresting officer because his two comrades are wounded they can't They can't drive anyone to the hospital. In fact, they're waiting to get surgery themselves for their wounds. Mm -hmm. John Hickey, an officer, a former Navy veteran, quote, lost his self-control and beat this guy, this suspect, out there in the alley with his fist and a police club. The reason he did that is because when he walked into the house, he sees two bodies laying there, one of the mother, one of the daughter. The body of the young girl, Beverly June, clad in her pajamas. She's obviously been sexually assaulted and so had the mother.
1: She was lying on her face in a large pool of blood, Hickey said. He then went on to describe the finding of Mrs. Clud's body. Quote, she was covered with so much blood. I couldn't see the wounds, Hickey stated, adding that the position of her body and the disarrayed night dress, night dress led him to believe that quote burglary sex and murder had been committed
0: not only that he sees this and he is quote losing his self control before he walks out he sees a bible on the table the elder the mother of the house ran bible classes and that officer when he saw that he was made quote mentally ill that such a heinous crime had been committed in a clean American home occupied by christian people the officer runs back out lifts the suspect up who is handcuffed throws him against his wagon and starts beating him now th- this is a big deal because you can't do this as cops. And mm-hmm. this can actually jeopardize the case. One of the first murders I've covered that I saw this happen was Ed Gein. The officers lost their control, too, and beat beat him, beat Ed Gein. Mm-hmm. You could actually lose the case for for that. You know what I'm saying? Or stuff like oh, that. Oh, God, yeah. You cannot lose your shit and do that. Yeah. Ex- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, but he sees his two officer friends severely Wounded, and this man's laying on the ground. Quote, I knocked him up against the front of my wagon with a blow from my fist, then I took out my police club and hit him several times. The man was begging not to be killed.
1: Jacob asked, even back then, do you think that would? I don't think that it mattered as much back then. Yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely now, I don't think back then. Yeah. All right. So what does this have to do with part one? Part one, we talked about...
1: Completely different case. Completely. Beauty beauty queen.
0: A completely different case. This guy named Jake Bird, who was... This was in 1928. He was convicted of a crime that he may not have committed. In fact, I did find some more evidence on that. The fact that he that there was large amounts of doubt. But for instance, uh, that was in 1928. We talked about the Stribling home attempted murders. And you see from this paper right here, it says fingerprints taken at the Stribling home do not correspond with those of bird. I did find some other stuff. Kind of suspicious that I'll throw in here real quick. Going back, and, and we're gonna we're gonna get back to this case that we're talking about now in a second. I'm just kind of jumping back to the first part real quick. I also found that the first time I saw Jake Bird's name was actually before that murder, a year before, actually huh. on July 13th. A Gordon Gregor, 17, son of the former head of Union Savings and Loan Company, was quote bumming around for a real ride with his friend, James Burwald, 17, the son of a wealthy Cleveland realtor. They were bumming a ride on a train. And also on said train was Jake Bird. And that's mm-hmm. the first time we see his name in the papers because he was actually a witness oh. to a crime that happened from a special agent named Conrad Barth. And you see this guy right here. This guy sees these teenagers bumming a ride just for fun on this train, mm-hmm. and he loses his shit. Kicks one of the boys, the Gregor boy, kicks him off the train while it's moving, and the train actually runs over him, kills him. So, guess who's there as a witness to a, a murder by a special agent? Jake Bird. Jake Bird. That a I a little found,
1: bit of a conspiracy, maybe around that.
0: I found that extremely unsettling. So mm-hmm. a J.A. Waugh, conductor of the train, went to the injured boy when he was dying, and Conrad Barth came up, the special agent who pushed him off the train. What's the matter, he asked. I told him such work as this has got to be cut out. This is what the train conductors is telling the special agent. This colored boy, pointing to Jake Bird, and this injured boy here both say that you, special agent, blackjacked him. And then the special agent answered, I didn't have a blackjack and didn't hit anybody. I said, well, these boys said you did and this sort of thing must be cut out. Then he walked away. Now, I will say that that case was eventually dropped when they put jake bird in prison i found that really suspicious i still think that jake bird was innocent
1: of the Stribling
0: of the Stribling case and in fact he was sentenced to prison for 30 years mm. however he didn't serve at all and he wasn't sentenced to prison for the two murders that we really didn't talk about but there were two murders Prior to the Striblings that happened within 48 hours, those two murders, they found other fingerprints that didn't match his at all. And in fact, no evidence that I've seen so far has come up with him being anywhere near that house at the time. In fact, I found several people who had alibis for him at the time. Jake Bird, a 25-year-old gambler, not an upstanding citizen, but not a murderer. Okay. Going back to this story, Mm -hmm. though.
1: So Bird was a witness of police brutality.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of crazy because you don't see that in the Jake Bird case anywhere. But it is the same one. Same same man. He did witness a special agent, you know, kill this kid. Basically, he beat the shit out of this kid. And I went through the autopsy of this kid. And this is a big deal because this kid is the former or he's the son of a former mayor or whatever. I can't remember what I said. He is the son of the former head of unions savings and loan company. So that is huge. Mm -hmm. Someone's going to answer for that. You know, this special agent just thought this kid was some, some little twerp, which he he was, but, you know, he he didn't think he was some big shot or his dad was a big shot. He's here bumming a ride on a train, not even paying a ticket. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yep. Oh boy.
0: Jake Bird was sentenced to 30 years in prison. The reason Jake Bird was put in prison is the following. And this is in 1928. They could not connect him to any one of the murders. They didn't have his fingerprints or there were different fingerprints at the scene. He had alibis. The only reason he was sent to prison in the first place was because of Miss Stribling's testimony, which, not even my words, but even police deputies had a problem with.
1: Well, she it said that she identified him so quickly and she spent so much time with this individual.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: But he didn't really match the description that she provided.
0: He didn't match it at all. And in fact, another witness who saw the, the axe man described a completely different person. And she would say Bird is not the man who appears appeared at my home the morning of the axe attack. Hmm. The man I saw was light-colored mulatto with large lips and a dangerous look in his eyes, which doesn't match Jake Bird at all. I did a lot of research on that. So I got a lot of stuff on that, but uh let's go back, yeah, go ahead.
1: No, so I was going to say so was Jake Bird connected to this first how you open the story with this incident? No. Yeah.
0: yeah, you can say he was. Going back to the night of the arrest and the stabbing. These cops, they see a man not running, but walking with his shoes in his hand. And he later threw his shoes down. But I showed you the place where the alter- altercation took place where the police were stabbed and where this suspect was arrested. The suspect said, quote, I done it and I'll tell you all about it later. That man was Jake Bird. 100% <laughs> without a doubt that was him, which pissed me the fuck off right you know
1: so he was maybe not in a part of the first set of murders but was for these
0: Jake Bird was arrested and yes it was the same one Jake Bird spent he didn't spend 30 years in prison obviously because this is 19 years later and he was paroled from for good behavior well they they didn't say parole they don't mm-hmm. want to use that word because it's like a failure of the justice system but and when I was reading the paper it actually sounded worse how they said it Jake Bird wasn't paroled he just Just did his time, you know, for something he didn't do. He was in prison for 30 years because... This woman, the Stribling, who was attacked, Mrs. Stribling, who was attacked, said it was him. That's the only reason he went to prison. However... However, Jake Bird was outside of the home on this murder we're talking about of Miss Bertha Clut and her daughter, Beverly June. He did say that I saw, he did say that it wasn't him that did it. It was someone named Leroy. But I did, I've done a lot of research on it, and it was him, 100%, without a doubt, that killed these two. Although... I still maintain that he was innocent on the first one. okay, which pissed me off. Right. Because I thought I was. But you got to remember, like, I started this case from the beginning and then I went up. Yeah. And then he got released from prison and then he goes around, you know, to different states committing crimes. Well, and it's now almost he like
1: up. maybe he, he it almost sounds like he was wrongfully convicted initially. And he I mean, sounds like he kind of lost his way after that. Yeah. I, and it was kind of like, well, fuck it. Like, I didn't do this to begin. You know what I mean? That's kind of what it sounds like.
0: That's kind of what I want to believe. But let's be honest. That's not the truth. Jake Bird confessed to 46 murders.
1: What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: wish it wasn't true man i really was pulling Whoa, for <laughs>
1: that's a twist
0: yeah yeah the fuck I, I i i dude i searched high and low and i mean there's no way he didn't commit some of these murders
1: wow
0: <laughs> murders from from utah to iowa all to nebraska after, at, all after yeah. the stribling
1: murders yeah
0: quickly after i don't think wow. he. i don't think he did <laughs>
1: Jacob said it, too. I'm done with this case. Dude,
0: fuck yeah, I am, too, man. I'm not even at the main fucking part. I hate this case, dude. Shit. I was like, fuck, we're going to get this guy exonerated. And then I was... no. Nope. That- that's why I went back to the Google Earth because I was desperate to find out exactly where he was arrested. Hmm. But if you look at it, I mean, yeah, he wasn't arrested because at one one report I said he was arrested coming out of the house, and that's damning. But I didn't see that anywhere but one paper. And then I kept seeing he was arrested when he was confronted in this alley, and then he stabs the officer. They, I mean, they, there's no way to fake that, dude. I mean, they didn't they didn't fake that. Like he was there.
1: So what's the punchline? That what's the other part that you're like I haven't even gotten to? What's the, what else could be bigger than that?
0: I mean, this fucking case pisses me off, dude. Holy Go shit. Go <laughs>
1: just let's just get it over with. Rip the band-aid off. I'll even drink the rest of this awful beer.
0: So I hope you guys don't don't want me to do any of the other murders. I did the first ones, which he didn't do. I'm pretty sure he didn't do. And the last ones, which he definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't do anymore, man, because I'm so fucking pissed off with this case.
1: No, you can't not just tell us what else you know.
0: No, okay, I yeah, I'm gonna can't t- just
1: be like, nah, well, I'm not gonna share.
0: That's kind of what I, kind of what I am, but. When Jake Bird was arrested, and it's like, okay, we got you now. That's when, as I talked about last time, he puts a hex on anyone connected to his case. Uh This paper from the Evening World Herald, 1948. So he was arrested right then, and then immediately connected. There's also something else I found that I can't connect yet, and I don't think I want to try to, but... There was a Jake Bird, a colored man, who, before the murder, he escaped from an insane asylum after murdering his wife. Oh, boy. I don't know if it's the same person or not. That's the thing with this case, like it's it's hard to freaking tell, but it may be. So he murders his wife, he ends up in an insane asylum, he escapes, he ends up on that train, he sees this police brutality, then he's arrested for murder, he spends 18 years in prison, he gets out and starts going on a killing spree, kills 46 people. <laughs> Guys, Jake Bird's hex working. The man you see is 45-year-old Jake Bird, former omaha who was sentenced to hang in January for a double slaying. The quiet-voiced colored man said, quote, he's committed more murders than I have fingers. And, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> and toes. Wait. And, and... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe teeth as well. And
0: so a lot of killers will do this. They'll they'll take uh, the rap for someone else for two reasons. Let's say someone's in prison and they decide to take a murder rap for that person. It's kind of a friend thing, right? Oh, I'll take this for you so you can get off the rap. Another reason is if you keep saying you know where bodies are, they're going to keep pushing back your execution, which did happen in this case. It got pushed back four times. Oh. We're talking several months here however there are plenty of the murders that he confessed to where information was just not available that he could have had so this man jake bird as much as i don't want to say it is a a, an axe willing serial killer (laughs) clear and also hex wielding yes Wait and see, Bird told Detective Sherman Lyons. You policemen and judges will be settin' and waiting at the pearly gates a long time before I roll up. Two months later, okay, the Superior Court Judge E.D. Hodge read Bird's death sentence to him. And on January 1st, Judge Hodge, who was in excellent health, died unexpectedly of a heart attack. Boy. Yeah. On January 14th, so, 14 days later, the governor who granted the 60-day stay of execution was found dead as well. The sheriff, J.E. Carpatch, died shortly after while completing the investigation. So, the sheriff that was working on the Jake Bird case dies shortly after. He has never been ill during the five years he held office, and he died unexpectedly. No one knows why. He just plopped over dead.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, this is taking a turn.
0: This is an interesting paper right here it says jake bird hex isn't a joking matter for officials in tacoma so it says chief deputy clerk ray is the next one who handled filing the papers connected with the case dies unexpectedly as well within that same month of a heart attack. The Pierce County Undersheriff, Joe Carpatch, who I just talked about, mm-hmm. died as well. The Thursday after, Tacoma Police Lieutenant Sherman Lyons died of a heart attack a few hours after finishing the work, but yet Jake Bird is still alive. That's what the, that paper was saying. Wow. So that's four so far. What
1: I wonder, like, do you think it's there's a possibility that someone was working for him and like poisoning people? or something?
0: No. I mean, there's no way. You can't... I mean, poisoning the judge? This paper, Jake Bird Hex Blame for Deaths, now, he said, that, like, he put a hex on these people. He said anyone connected with the case will die. So now you have, I mean, so his own. So,
1: like, are we counting this up to 50 now?
0: No, 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 no. Are
1: they part of the 46?
0: No, they're not part of the 46. Okay. Yeah, the 46 are the, the ones he's confessed to. All in all, there Oops. were six people dead from his hex. Here is two more that I'll talk about right now.
1: Good point, Tram. Could just be from fear, like anxiety, stress. Good point.
0: Yeah, but six people, like, within weeks of each other. I don't know, man.
1: I mean, maybe they were that freaked out.
0: I guess. Mrs. Helen Osborne, 47, and her husband, a prosperous Omaha real estate man, was found dead as well. The body of Miss Osborne was found. Oh, this she was murdered. So I didn't even see this. Holy shit. I didn't even see this, dude. This is because literally, I am like Jacob. I said, fuck this case. The the fourth, the fifth and sixth, Jake Bird Hex playing blame for two more deaths. Man has nightmare, kills one wife and self. The victims of this latest tragedy tragedy, traceable to the influence and this time a postmortem influence, Mrs. Helen Osborne forty seven and her husband Lloyd fifty eight. The body of Miss Osborne was found Hacked to death with a hatchet yesterday. Wow. Holy shit. In the cabin of a resort 35 miles north of here where the Osbournes and other members of the family had been vacationing. The husband's body was found in the same room beside a desk on which was a note in handwriting explaining that he had killed himself with poison after discovering he had chopped his wife to death while in the grip of what he called a, quote, Jake Bird nightmare. Holy shit, wow. this is getting, dude, literally, I'm not gonna lie, I stopped after, like, that information I got, and I was like, I'm just gonna do the hex shit online here. I didn't know this shit. I'm finding this out right now. That's fucking crazy Mm -hmm. that is that is some crazy shit y'all literally it says this man 58 year old lloyd had a quote jake bird nightmare woke up had no idea what he was doing but found his wife chopped up hacked to bits so then he poisons himself that oh my god if you don't believe in hexes at that point I really That's wanted. Wild. I really wanted to pull pull for this guy. I really did, and, and and even still, like want to because he did confess to the 1928 murders. But I, I think that was a forced confession, you know, because it just doesn't make sense that he did that. It really doesn't. Mm. But you can't you can't not say that he didn't do the other ones, especially yeah. the ones he's he was caught red handed, man. You know, he was caught at the damn house so
1: what's the uh newspaper that that dream you found oh
0: yeah this is That's from really the interesting buffalo courier express i can give you this um i can give you this uh my login for this if you want Shrem. but it says man has nightmare and kills wife himself that is fucking crazy holy shit yeah <laughs> I cannot fucking believe that, dude. I oh my god, I'm seeing this shit for the first time. Because like Jacob, I was just like, fuck, dude. You know what? I spent so much time trying to find out this guy was innocent. Like literally, I was looking at every fucking thing, and I was just Hmm. maybe this guy's just a fucking sociopath. And even me, all these years later, is influenced by him. You know, acts and hexes. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. So, obviously, they try to put this guy to death as soon as fucking possible. And they do. Okay, they do. I mean, this is, what, a year later. (laughs) The fastest death penalty ever. Noose ends Jake Bird's hex. Walla Walla, Washington. Death on the gallows earlier today ended the bloody wanderings of Jake Bird the hex killer... Wow. The 48-year-old colored transient had confessed to committing or having knowledge of 44 murders during his cross-country roaming. He was hanged specifically for the axe murder of Mrs. Bertha Clut in Tacoma, Washington. In addition to his crime career, Byrd won wide attention with his hex on men involved in this trial. Six persons on whom he pronounced the hex later died.
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: Mm. This case pissed me off, man. I didn't think I was going to... I didn't think I was going to record tonight, but I I didn't. That's I,
1: why you were in such a bad mood earlier.
0: I didn't, man. And because I really wanted to find this guy innocent, dude. I did. And I didn't even do his other murders. If you guys really want me to, I can. They're most likely just the same acts. Yeah, freaking. I think
1: we understand.
0: But holy shit. Oh, my God. I was so effing convinced this guy was innocent, dude. You know, I was so convinced. But you can't... Do Dude, he was caught outside of the effing house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: So, forty-two murders? No, forty-six. Oh, I thought it said forty-two at the end there in that. Last no, it article. said
0: forty-four, and that's not including the, the uh, hexes. No, that's not. In, it says knowledge of forty-four murders during his cross-country roaming. That's not including the Striblings. Striblings. Yeah, well, I'm including the Striblings in there, but technically, that's not murders. They were almost murdered. Both of them lived. They were. Almost killed. Yeah, Yeah. forty four murders and the two attempted murders. I don't know. I mean, I I still think he wasn't involved in the in the first ones. And you know, I'm sorry I got so like involved in trying to prove his innocence. I just like thought I found something unique. But but he did it, man. He he did those other ones. There's no way he didn't.
1: (laughs) Forty. This. Whoops, we took the wrong stance at the end of part one. (laughs) Everyone's- this time, everyone's like, jink, 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 jink. Yeah. <laughs> So, no. I was like, I was having
0: trouble. Like, I was having trouble. Like, how do I tell part two? Like, I went on this whole fucking campaign of innocence.
1: Luna, come here.
0: I went on this whole campaign of this innocence thing in part one. And now, like, what am I going to start part two where he's killing two women? Fuck.
1: I mean, it's just the way it is. And not only that, 40, it's a twist, plot F- twist. F- F-
0: 44 murders. Come here, Luna. Holy shit, dude. This guy's a literally a cross country serial axe killer.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, fuck. you know what? We all like a good plot twist, even if we're wrong.
0: Jesus Christ. Well, I've been wrong a lot lately. (laughs) It's okay. They put this guy to death pretty damn quick because... Did,
1: what, can we say that, though, if he killed 44 people? No, dude, there's people
0: that are on death row for 50 years.
1: Oh, you oh, mean just in, in terms of... Yeah.
0: Yeah. They put him on death row and killed him really quickly. Six people died after he said, every one of you guys will be at the pearly gates before I roll in. Holy shit. Six people. Including the one with the... the he woke up and Dream. his wife was hacked to death after having a jake bird dream
1: i know i
0: I would love to see that suicide note oh my god dude holy shit damn well that i think it turned out better than i thought
1: yeah i mean i don't hate a plot twist
0: yeah i mean i would have done the other ones but i was like eh, there's no way i mean he this guy's called outside the house i mean and that's eh, the one that he was
1: ultimately put on death row for
0: and and he stabbed the cops like you know yeah i i can't not not say he didn't do it (laughs) anyway that was crazy
1: wow crazy
0: i'm done with that story forever thank god
1: well it was a great story
0: that's all i got so i hope you guys enjoyed it wow but we'll i'll be on the discord and see tomorrow for headlines so anyway
1: what a turn of events yeah
0: anyway hope you guys enjoy until next time good night you lovely lovely people
1: Run this shit.